nothing tastes as good as a cup of Bahamian tea. Ah. The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations. You are listening to the podcast, Tea and Talk, presented to inform, educate, inspire, and encourage meaningful conversations on Bahamian arts and culture. My name is Robert Bain, dancer, teacher, choreographer, and someone who believes in the preservation of all things Bahamian. I am sitting down with persons of like mind to discuss the Bahamian perspective on the arts and the Bahamian way. Now, let's welcome our guest. Hi, hello, hello. This is Robert Bain coming to you uh, with another podcast. Uh, well, today we will continue the the second part of my conversation with Akitha Carey. Um, but before we get into that, um, I would like to to uh, share some information with you. Um, there's some things happening in, in a few months. Well, not a few months, but right down the road. Um, the Shirley Hall Bass uh, Legacy Project, uh, you know, that uh, was a project that was established to support performing arts education in the Bahamas uh, by developing and promoting youth programs, scholarship, research, K-12 standard curriculum development, and advocacy work. Well, they are presenting the um, a dance forum, uh, dance educators forum this year in Nassau, and it'll be hosted uh, by the University of the Bahamas. Um, this four-day event uh, include will include some interesting things like uh, some site visits uh, to cultural uh, youth programs, um, panel discussions, and workshop. Uh, on integrating performing arts into the classroom, very interesting. And then they uh, they have a couple of um, guest uh, persons coming in. Um, you can go to their uh, their Facebook page and get uh, additional information. The second thing I wanted to bring to your attention is that there is a, a something happening down in Grand Bahama. Um, and this is uh, April twenty eighth and 29th. Uh, and then again on April 30th, um, it's the Georgia School of Dance and Theater down in Grand Bahama. And they're presenting an original Bahamian production called A Bahamian Tale. Uh, the cost of the production is $35. So if you are in Grand Bahama on those dates, April 28th, 29th at 8 p.m. and April 30th, at 4 p.m. If you are in Grand Bahama, please go and support. And the uh, next thing is uh, we have uh, the National Dance Company will be presenting uh, its concert. It's uh, uh, in recognition of the 50th year of the Bahamian Independence and the 31st year of the National Dance Company at the University of the Bahamas. Uh, it begins um, in um, on May 24th through the 27th. And so you will get some information in that regard shortly. So let us now um, go to our program. Let's listen to the conversation between Akita Carey and myself um, recorded on April 1st. I am very, very, very proud of you. Um, I sometimes get the opportunity to see some of the stuff that you are doing in... Um, <laughs> 
and uh, and I'm you know I'm going like uh, interesting. Okay, I understand. Um, and, 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 you know, I understand exactly where you're coming from. Um, <clears throat> um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, we need more persons like you, people. You should be encouraged to really take part in the development of the dance in this country. But first of all, that uh, people's knowledge of it is very limited. Uh, they... Um, they, they, they just don't care. And uh, so, you know, I say to the, the dancers, and I try to do this, and I, I, I say, listen, if you really, really, really want to do this thing, if you really, really, really want to, to, to create that bigger picture, there's some people you have to forget because um, <laughs> you have to forget them. And, and, and number one, I always say this, and they're going to say, well, I'm bashing politicians, but the politicians are number one because we always think, and part of that conditioning, that social conditioning uh, that, that we suffer from here is, uh, is that we've always believed that we have to go to the politicians for our help or this one for our help and that would help. Our help is, it's, it's right here. It's right here. And we just have to be prepared to get off our behinds and just go and do the work. And so we don't, it doesn't happen. We don't do the work, but we still, we stay and we complain. We complain, we complain. We go, we're disappointed. They, they throw it back in our face. We complain. A lot of the, the dancers here, a lot of persons here, I mean, they should be, it should be an honor to have you come and speak. You don't want to hear me talk. Akitha speaks very well. Akitha is now studying. There are persons like yourself. There's Courtney. There, there. Well, I don't know who else. A lot of the people that I used to know that dance, they're no longer. Um, they're not dancing anymore, or you know, they're not anywhere, any place where they are visible. But I am, I am, I am honored to be really talking to you right now because I, I kind. Well, you are in profiles. You are in my book. You are one of those those persons, uh, and just the, the the knowledge or the 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 refusal to to accept knowledge or the refusal to just the laziness of just wanting to go and acquire knowledge. It gets to my behind, and um, you are one of the few persons that when I said I'm doing this book, um, I need some information. Uh, you are one of those persons that, that came forth. There are persons that I ask, persons who've been dancing and teaching dance in this country for years who are not in my book. And why are they not in the book? Damn laziness. Because they don't want to, they don't want to take the, the time to write the information so that somebody in the future can have this information. Mm-hmm. Right there, that says a lot to me about their, their, their level of education, their level of exposure, uh, their level of interest in the dance, their level of wanting to make, it, make the dance a better place. That, that, that beyond the stage, beyond... Uh, uh, there's something else. There's education. There's 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 there, there there's the the link that we we that we have with Africa. There are things that are not. We are not British people, but c- colonial, you know, colonization have done a dirty work to us. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, you know, they like most countries, they come in, they colonialize, and then they leave it. Yep. And people can't. Can't they can't they don't know heads tails whatever how many right. people I, I I I hear say well you know well the country was better when it's when it was this way it was better it was that way 
But have you ever thought that at some point in time there were going to be some educated behemoths that, that have traveled the world, that have performed everywhere? I mean, come on, man. You're right? And so I am, I am, I am pleased. I'm very happy what you're doing. I, like I say, I, I look, I follow you. Uh, and whenever you post something, I'm always, I'm always pleased with you and the young ladies uh, that I see. Um, and I want to encourage you to, to continue. And hopefully at some point in time, they're going to get it here and they're going to realize your, 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 your value and your worth. I had a similar experience, you know, I, I, uh, you talk about a person's asking you to, to not to dance, to stop dancing. I had a similar thing. Uh, I remember the, the first job I had and I approached, uh, uh, actually it was a minister cause I needed a reference. No way, no way, buddy. You you need to go do something else. Yeah, I had the ability to be a doctor or something else, but this is what I did. This was my passion. I worked at the phone company. I did a lot of things, but this is where I'm at right now. Um, Akitha, um, <laughs> we have a lot to say, but um, I I'm I'm enjoying having this. Um, hearing you, like I said, with this in this podcast, is that at the end of this podcast, some we should be much more knowledgeable and smarter about something, and hopefully have an understanding. And uh, you are not stuttering. You are being very clear, and you're saying exactly what it is. And I appreciate that so much. But tell us, let's talk a bit. Let's see if we could shift it a bit and tell us about your your um your cardio funk. Oh, Carib Funk. Carib Funk, sorry. Um, yes. So Carib Funk is sorry. basically a dance and fitness model. Mm-hmm. Um, so it initially started off as the dance technique. So, you know, um, briefly, as I stated, um, you know, growing up in the Bahamas, having that cultural reference, dance hall, soca, carnival, junkanoo, all of that information was in my body. My first introduction to dance was ballet with Mr. Farrington. Um, you know, I know he's trained many people. Mm-hmm. Um, so those those were like my references. When I moved to the United States, then I got, you know, my Western training. I have more more of the Western training, got my, my jazz, my modern. Um, then I started to kind of get more into the African um, or African diasporic movements. So mm-hmm. Afro-Cuban, Haitian, West African. Um, so I had all of this movement language in my body and also the fitness element, because at that time I started like briefly kind of working out. Um, so for me, I wanted a dance genre or a dance vocabulary that allowed me to hold on to all of, all of that information that informed my body. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think, you know, back then early nineties, um, it was, you're this dancer. It wasn't, I'm doing fusion. I'm this, I'm an Afro, blah, blah, blah. It was, I'm, I'm ballet, I'm modern, I'm jazz. So there was, there was no, um, there was no model or there really for me was no opportunity to say, I do all of these things. So, and I, again, I did not have a model, um, that I could look at and say that, that, that's, I see myself in that movement form. So, um, and we talked about, you recently talked about, you know, do, do it for yourself. So for me, my model was if it doesn't create, if it doesn't exist, create it. So I created a movement vocabulary that supported the ways that I moved naturally. So that hip (laughs) wine, that rolling of the body, the Mm -hmm. undulation, Mm -hmm. the pointing, the flexing, their internal rotation, all of that, the ballet, the modern, the jazz, the soca, the dance hall, the after all of that movement, um, I wanted to 
to to have um, have a voice within within the dance technique and also holding on to these ideas about who I was as a Caribbean woman, who I was as someone who has been, you know, shamed to be moving in a very particular way. So I wanted a vocabulary, a movement vocabulary that allowed me to be free um, and find my voice and autonomy. Um, and so later on, um, as I, you know, graduated from my MFA program, I started teaching in, in the gyms. Um, to supplement my income and also because I just loved working out. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, you know, in terms of feminine energy, female power, you know, strength is, is, is a total body, mind, spirit, physical, all of that. So for, uh, for me as a woman to feel strong mentally, my body has to match that. And so that's where the, the fitness element came in. So I started like teaching, um, Zumba, but I was doing carob funk essentially. Mm. And they were like, this is different, but I like it. And so, you know, I use those classes to kind of build my, my platform. Um, and so when pandemic hit, it was really, you know, a real, a wonderful opportunity for me to fine tune, um, hone in on exactly like, what is it that I'm doing? What are these platforms I was able to teach virtually? Because of course, no one was going anywhere. Um, and so that uh, catapulted into, you know, this this thing now. It's it's a thing. I'm wearing my Carapon t-shirt now. <laughs> um, and so again, as a Bahamian, right? So I'm like, how can I bring my sensibility to my brand? So my the colors that I'm using, like this is this is the Bahamas yes. a- in everything that I do, like. I'm, I'm a representative of my culture. This is the flamingo, right? So our national bird is this, this thing that I've kind of abstracted. So, you know, even though I feel like my country doesn't accept me and almost to the point of rejection, mm-hmm. I'm still saying I am a part of this nation. Um, I have much to give. I feel like, um, a lot can be learned. A lot can be established um, through my voice, through my lens, and through my knowledge. Yeah, you, um, yeah. you know, I, I, um, I, in a podcast I did recently, we talked about uh, folk forms of the Bahamas, and I say, I say, there ain't none. Um, um, and the reason why I say it, I mean, I think the closest to it is uh, one aspect of it is coming in from Cat Island, um, where they uh, were able to um, uh, kept some of the they kept some of the stuff. Um, it was Aussie King, and uh, they they call themselves the Cat Island Mites, and they were able to to uh, retain some of the information from when they were ch- for children and they, and they brought it to the stage here in Nassau. I thought it was just amazing stuff. When I first saw it, it was just so fascinating and the, the footwork and all that. But I know all of that. That stuff also has European influence in it. Uh, uh, some of the steps, the, 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 mm-hmm. the, the, the poker and, and the, mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 uh, they doing the walls. St- the walls. It's all, it's all, it's right. Right. Um, but I say, at least you are brave enough to do what you're doing, and I appreciate that. But I would love, love to see a time when we are, when we can sit down and start to codify uh, our our dances 
that's going to be passed from one generation to the next generation to the next to the next to the next. Something that's truly, that we consider truly behemoth. Why can't we, okay, we know of Kong style, uh, uh, but I know that some of the stuff that we do here represents, it uh, reflects some of the things in, in the Caribbean. We are tied together. Madame Lavinia mm-hmm. said that the Kong style uh, 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 resembles the, the Mazoon in Haiti. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we are connected in some, 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 some amazing ways, but we have no knowledge of it. Nobody have actually done any kind of research to see. Well, the- this is the thing. It's the archive, similarly to what you said about your book. And this is my thing as a researcher, um, which goes to my next point. You know, I created this, this Bah Carrie dad, Bahamian woman warrior piece. Mm-hmm. And that really, I was commissioned to do that last year through, um, the museum at FIU. So I've, this is, I performed it two weeks ago. So this is my fourth time presenting it. And for me, when I, when I was searching for Bahamian warrior women, guess what? There are none. I know. So I said, uh, being who I am, if it doesn't exist, create it. Mm -hmm. So for me, I said, okay, I'm, I'm pulling from you know, Queen Nanny from Jamaica, the Maroons. I looked at other warrior women. Mm-hmm. Also, um, you know, the piece, uh, Woman King, the film Woman King had just come out as well. Um, so that I was heavily influenced by that. Um, so for me, when we think about mythology, when we think about um, history and culture and tradition, you know, we, we it, I'm sure it exists, but because of the lack of documentation, there is no archive. So this is essential to, uh, again, um, bringing support, viability, respect to our country mm-hmm. in terms of arts and culture and dance. Because if there's no tangible representation, it it does not right. exist. It doesn't exist. So so this is, you know, I created Carrie Dad. I created a narrative to support who this woman, this warrior, this mythology, mythological warrior woman is. And so now, you know what? When people go to search Bahamian warrior woman, guess what's going to come up? Carrie Dad. Carrie Dad. So therefore, I have now created an archive. I've created a, a tangible representation of, of what that could be for us. Right. So the archive is so important, which is why your book is so important, which is why when I write, I always reference who I am. I try to bring Junkanoo in it mm-hmm. um, in terms of from, from a pedagogical, from an influential perspective. So it's, it is there. It's in the living space. Right. And, so but that, that when people research a Bahamian scholar, a Bahamian dance or whatever, it comes up. That needs we Junkanoo. Have to be able to write about each other, cite each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about this from you know a, a black um, or pe- a people of color perspective. We have to cite each other. We have to write about each other. So we are represented in the archive instead of utilizing you know scholars that do not look like us that are primarily stealing our work. Mm-hmm. But the same goes for us. In, in our nations, mm-hmm. like we have to talk about each other, write about each other, cite each other, analyze each other's work. So it, it we create an archive. Well, um, <laughs> Akitha, uh, this uh, who do we who do who do we reference? Who do we? Uh, <laughs> um, 
I think we have the 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 raw the raw material is here. My this one project that I'm doing is only one, and there there are many more to come because I I think it's very important that that we're able to 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 reference Bahamians and and do it sensibly, and do it in a in an educational way. Uh, you know, uh, we um, Jokunuf itself. I mean, is a tapestry of so many things. Uh, the dance. I would love love to see uh, uh, the the dance defined in a certain way. You are doing it from from your perspective, but I think there's there, there's more. There's more for everybody, and I would love to see it defined. I have a, a, a description in my book about John Canoe, and when you get it, I'm not going to say anything about it, but there's a description that I made about John Canoe, because in John Canoe, there's a there's a, there's so many things. I John Canoe's the amazing thing about it, and I think I might have shared this with you uh, one time ago. I, I one time ago I was having a, com- a conversation with my the late Kayla Edwards, and we were talking about um, we we're talking about culture, and I said, you know, Ms. Edwards, I have this Kong salad theory, all right, and she was like, what is a Kong salad theory? I said, I have this Kong salad theory. And I said, right now, all we are is a big bowl of Kong salad. That's it, a big bowl of Kong salad with all the sweet peppers, all the onions, and all the things that you like to put in your Kong salad. This is this big bowl of Kong salad. I said, but what we haven't done or what we need to do is we need to take that sweet pepper out of that Kong salad and we need to study that sweet pepper. And you will believe that you, you might have years and years of work on that sweet pepper. You need to take the onion out of that, out of that Kong salad and you research that onion and you get all this information out of that onion. You need to take whatever ingredients that's in there and you need to research it. Junkanoo is like that. Our culture, our culture is like that. And the thing about it is that we have not, we look at it, to me, superficially for entertainment, for appeasing some, somebody, uh, 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 giving somebody a high. Um, I, I'm past that. I'm not doing that. Um, uh, but there's so much. Um, there's so much. And I applaud you for doing what you're doing. And you know, I'm always here for you. If you ever need whatever I could do to assist, um, I, you know, um, but it's just so much that we can offer the, the world. But we have to, in some way, we, ha- we have to find a way that we can tap into the, 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 the minds of our people to get them to understand Listen, I I always say to people, I've just I've had it, <laughs> so I need I need somebody else now, the younger people who got that kind of energy, uh, to actually be able to to do that. But I will continue to try. Uh, but I applaud you for doing what you're doing, and what you're doing is the right thing. I just that wish that much more persons would would do it, and 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 uh, and I, I I remember a conversation you and I had, and you said, Mister Bain, you know. Uh, when you type in Trinidad, Trinidad comes up with everything. When you type in this country, it comes up. Do you remember the conversation? And you go like, yeah. but when you type in the Bahamas, nothing comes up. You're digging and digging and digging and, and digging, digging. And, and it's, it's, it's depressing. It's disappointing. And it's embarrassing, honestly. Well, we need Because to- we God. know that we have a rich culture. Um, 
but that's not being articulated. And like you said, it's, it's very superficial. So I'll say this, um, this one thing. So I was watching John Canoe. Um, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was, um, Christmas or Boxing Day, but there was a woman, um, who was, um, commenting i think she's like a big junk new person she mm-hmm. where she has a short blonde hair mm-hmm. i wrote her name down because it's, i want to talk to her mm-hmm. i want to interview her and she was talking about um so this is this must have been christmas when they changed they moved the time mm-hmm. um i think because of the weather right. and she said um you know i i don't really you know care for it at this time because wh- when it is the when it's at night then we're dealing with the ancestors. And so for me, she understood like this, there's an African spirituality that is embedded in this, um, this processional movement. Uh, there's, there's, there's so many things that are, that's happening. We call it's called marathoning. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're going through this continuous cycle mm-hmm. of, you know, what, what, what happens when that when you act when you beat that drum you are activating the spirits the ancestors like when we talk about junkanoo culture mm-hmm. th- where is that information where is that information when this body is moving and mm-hmm. undulating mm-hmm. you are speaking to dambala right you are talking to a ancestor you're talking to a spirit but of course because of christianity you know, you're talking about for, for, you know, from, I mean, I'm, this is a part of my culture. Mm-hmm. So now someone may be listening to this and say, oh, this is she talking about voodoo or whatever, but th- our, our ancestors, this was what they did. Well, this is, they were practicing this before the colonizers mm-hmm. came in and imposed Christianity on absolutely. our culture. Absolutely. So you cannot discuss dance and music and drumming from, from the diaspora or from the continent without recognizing African spirituality and where it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to um, not pay attention to it. We try to, you know, pretend that it does not exist in the Bahamas mm-hmm. because other countries are very clear about who those um, entities are, um, and we we don't do it, and it is embedded in our traditional Junkanoo performance. Um, Akitha, you need and, to oh, go. That's infuriating. It really is. Yeah. It's infuriating. You need to go to one of the podcasts. I spoke to a young man. His name is Chris, his name is Christopher Davis. Uh, he okay. did one of the podcasts. He he wrote a book called uh, The Black Rinse. Um, he now and also he is now in the Ghana. In the, okay. he has he was uh, uh, given a name um, of uh, uh, Jean Croix the the the, the second. Uh, he and uh, it all began because of Junkanoo. And if you listen to the the podcast, you will. He is a very knowledgeable young man. Um, he talks about. Uh, Listen, I mean, things that we would not think about. He talked about the, the plantations. He talked about the, the, how we, how the, how Junkanoo got here. He talked about, mm-hmm. listen to the podcast itself. Uh, it's, it's Christopher, okay. Christopher Davis. Um, and, um, uh, what else? And he talked about the cowbells and the dance and all that sort of thing. And uh, I, me, I always believe we we are almost out of time. Um, uh, I believe that um, that when the junkanoo drums are playing, 
Bahamians don't understand. I think a lot of things, and I use this a lot, um, we are, we do things, we're not aware of it. Because I think in most Bahamians are hidden blood memories that they cannot, that they, they don't understand. When you hear a piece of Jonkunu music, the first day is a particular thing that every Bahamian does when they hear a piece of Jonkunu music. Um, there's a, the, the body moves in a certain way, the pounding, the tapping of the floor, the thing. It says a lot of who, who we are. Um, but uh, you need to read that book and probably you might find some interest in, interesting in that and I will connect you guys up. But Akitha, um, I, uh, this, is, this is an amazing, this is, it's, it's, it's really uh, great talking to you. Um, if you wish to advertise on this program, Tea and Talk, you can reach out to me at tandtalk2023.bahamas at gmail. That's tea and talk. Uh, 2023 uh, at uh, uh, .bahamas at gmail.com. Uh, before we, this is amazing. Uh, this is a, I, I, I really enjoyed this. But the question that I, we'll, we're going to come back to this again, but the question that I, uh, that I normally ask my guests um, before I, I conclude my programs is, uh, what is Bahamian? <laughs> What is Bahamian? That is a question that I have been asking for years. What is Bahamian identity? Um, you know, we say Jonkanu, we say, you know, um, the culture, uh, the sand, the sea. Um, for me, because I have this dual relationship uh, with the U.S. and the Bahamas, mm-hmm. I, you know, try to ask myself that, you know, who I am. As, as a Bahamian, like, what does that mean to me? Um, and I think about, you know, the language. I think about, obviously, the food. I think about the ways that we, like, we, we physically um, respond to each other. So because I'm a mover, I think kinesthetically. Um, so for me, I think about the ways our bodies um, interact when we are in particular spaces, I think about regatta. I think about, you know, Junkanoo, these, you know, particular elements of our culture where people come together and the bodies are engaging. So that is very important to me because I read bodies. And so um, I think about the language that the body is speaking. And that for me is how I identify Bahamian um, wow. or how I identify as a Bahamian. That's awesome. Akita, I want to thank you for taking your Saturday um, <laughs> and, um, and uh, you know, having this conversation with me. Um, but I, I would like to do this again because, like I say, you know, uh, you know I mean, today I'm, I'm a little smarter. I am a little smarter. And, um, and I want you, I want to invite you to, to come back again. And I want you, I want to want to let you know that I appreciate your efforts and everything that you are trying to do uh, uh, to get us out there. So, so people understand too that we have a culture too, and we're smart too. I think, I think that Bahamians are, are the smartest people in Indian, in the whole world. I mean, <laughs> you know, I say that, you know, but I, I say that with a lot of love and, and, and really and truly I'm a Bahamian and I believe that, you know, uh, I've, uh, we are, we are creative, uh, but I think there's so much more that we need to understand ourselves and we have to be prepared, not be afraid 
to, to dig into ourselves and to really, really, truly discover who we really are. Because I think yeah. we're, we, we possess uh, something that's, that's so special. But I want to thank you, and, uh, and we'll do this soon. And thank you for coming on Tea and Talk. And uh, oh boy. Thank you for having me. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, and you're I'm sure I stepped on some toes. And that's all right. That's all right. That's who I am. Well, well, I, well I knew it. And uh, I said, you know, I'm having a Keitha on, on, on the podcast. And I'm going like, and uh, this is, I know how she goes. And she have, uh, she have a way. So this is what needs to be heard. This ain't nothing that we need to hide. That's, I just said, we need to dig in. We need the thing that we're afraid of the most. We, we need to face it. We have to face it. Yeah. You know, that's everybody. You're listening to Tea and Talk. You're listening to the podcast Tea and Talk. The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations.